Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, a podcast book club. I'm Kim, and I'm here, as always, with my book besties, Anna and Christina. Hello, ladies. Hi. Welcome. This is extra exciting because me and Kim are actually physically in the same location. together (laughs) recording. On the same couch. It's very exciting. It is so exciting. I'm so jealous. I know. I know. Yeah, and we will have you here with us one day together. We'll one all day be in the same really place, know. which is extra, um, extra funny because in my course of this vacation mm-hmm. here in Texas, I am, as we know, usually in New York. Um, and in the course of my time here, I've seen Anna separately and Kim <laughs> separately. Yes. And it's been so amazing and wonderful to hug you both and be in both your presences. I know. Um, and take so many book pics. So many. Oh, we have taken so many fun pictures. So God, many fun our photos. poor husbands. I know. Just, mostly poor Zach. Yeah, poor Zach. Ben slept in. <laughs> we, <laughs> we were at a wedding in Wimberley, Texas, and my sweet husband got up early. I'm like, excuse me, um, sweetie, could you meet me and Anna on the porch? I know you're having your coffee, but wouldn't you want to have that coffee on the porch taking a picture of me and Anna with our books? <laughs> Doesn't wouldn't that, that be like fun, ideal sweetheart? Morning? And he was probably um, like, no. It was no. so was cute. Like, I'm like sitting down and Christine be like, oh, actually, can you go get us a different cup? Like, oh, actually, <laughs> could you please oh, get the blanket? <laughs> he was like, yes, but dear. not that blanket. Yes, dear. I mean, truly, he... Anna, he took probably like 200 photos last night of us at dinner because we had like wine flights at dinner. So oh, we took like. Sorry, which pause? We're at dinner for Kim's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Kim. Birthday. Oh, thank you. Yes. It's Kim's thank birthday. You. Oh, so, yes. so nice. I got the. Oh my God, Kim, you looked so pretty last night in the photo you sent. <gasps> Thanks. Thanks. Also, um, I know you guys can't see us, but Kim is wearing her birthday present from me, which is a sweatshirt from the Jess and Natco Etsy shop that is so soft and so beautiful. So wonderful. And it says in big block font letters across it, Westfall. For my sweet baby angel boy, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and I and Anna got me the most amazing Crescent City lighted up mug. Yes. And I, Got very emotional at the table. Yeah. Ladies next to me were like, what is happening? Why is she like crying over a sweatshirt and a coffee mug? And I was like, you don't understand. You like, wish you understood. You ladies. wish you understood. But it was a it was a very emotional sweet moment. Yeah. But I love my gifts and um, yes. I've worn it all day and talked oh, about it. And I think Josh thinks my husband thinks it's like an actual person that I <laughs> have an affair with. Like, no, just just emotionally, no, just emotionally in my heart emotionally in my heart but um yeah. yeah tomorrow the 7th is my actual b-day I was but, gonna um, say what are you doing for your actual birthday tomorrow so Josh is taking off work and we're gonna hang out as a fam and then we're gonna order sushi and we're gonna watch Harry Potter together oh that's <laughs> the best that's sweetheart that's like your ideal day it really is it really is like he was like what do you want to do do you like when you take off work and we'll like order sushi and then watch Harry and I was like I would love that <laughs> That is what I would love. That is what I would love. Good man. Yeah. So it's going to be so great. It makes me feel really excited that I got to celebrate your your birthday tonight in person. It's so fun. Me too. Um, I know. So fun. We also have our friends' wine mugs. Yes, we do. We have Christina got me um, this wonderful wine cup that says, you can probably hear the clink of the ice. ice. The ice that we put in our Sauvignon Blanc. Yes. Because we're classy. classy AF like that. Um, it classy says, how glasses. you doing? So, got lots of fun. Lots of fun things here tonight. Christina has a lovely witchling t-shirt on. I have my Which night I court. 
You do? do? Oh my yeah. gosh. Do you see it? Oh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, it's really cute. I love it. I love that. Your nightcore shirt. Perfect. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. Um, pause. Oh, yes. Okay, pause. So before we jump in, a quick spoiler alert. Yes. So from here on out, we will be discussing spoilers for Sarah J. Mass's A Court of Thorns and Roses series. So the series as a whole, consider yourself warned, we will almost certainly be discussing major plot points from the whole Akatar series starting now yes yes oh my god so i this wasn't initially on our agenda no it wasn't then no the news broke i was driving to austin and i pull over into bucky's and i have like 50 text messages i shit you not and they were a lot of them were from friends who have never read the series but know how obsessed i am with it and i was like what and i immediately thought it was a joke at first and so i was like no not real googled it's the truth. And I freaked out. Like, I was about to see Christina, and then I was, like, freaking out when I saw her. Yes. Yeah, so pretty much um, Anna was on her way to a bachelorette party that I was already there setting up the decorations for said bachelorette party. So I then looked at my phone. Someone, the bride, actually had sent us the screenshot of Sarah J. Mass's Instagram, which did confirm that she is adapting Akatar to a TV show with Hulu. Oh my gosh. And awesome. what a dream. We I was setting up, you know, I mean it's a bachelorette party. I was literally like blowing up an inflatable penis <laughs> and like setting up like let's party bitches sign yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. And then I was like, what okay, what's Anna taking? I'm gonna see her in like ten minutes. What <gasps> and then just stopped and was oh so excited. Gosh. Um but yes, and the, I think another really fun aspect of this mm-hmm is that Sarah's sweet husband, Josh, she was the one who broke the news absentmindedly. How did that... I don't don't know the details of that. Okay, let me show you. I feel like it's a classic, no offense to our male listeners, there probably aren't that many, but (laughs) I feel like it's a very male thing to do. (laughs) So he posted a picture on Instagram that's a picture of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and in the corner, and it says pretty much like, oh... You know, I've been running around um, with Tara and their son. uh, And so this is the extent of my cooking uh, abilities or cooking at the moment. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I'm not complaining or something really sweet and lovely. And in the corner on the table is a notebook that says... (laughs) In the corner. Akatar. What's his Instagram? That says it's the real Papa Mass. So in the corner on a notebook, it says... (gasps) <gasps> Akatar TV series. Akatar TV adaptation notes three twenty six twenty one, and then it says with Ron Moore. Yeah, yeah, and he <gasps> posted that Which, before she posted. That was the thing. Is like when I so after I got all those text messages, I went and clicked through very briefly, and I was like, as soon as I I panicked because I was really excited. Then I panicked because I was like, oh my god, like who are they? Gonna, I immediately started going through like, what are they going to do? Who are they going to cast? <laughs> because as, yeah. as, as we all as, did. As we all did. But as soon as I saw Ron Moore, I actually calmed down a bit because I'm a big fan of his. And yes. he has, I think, pretty successfully done Outlander. He's the showrunner. and um, I think he's done a really good job with Outlander. Yeah. I also think Outlander is a female-driven fantasy show. Mm-hmm. I think he yes. has. Also, the author of Outlander is... Um, Diana. Uh, Diana is very, uh, as from what I've read, involved yeah. and has worked with... Ron as the showrunner very closely. Mm-hmm. And just so we're clear, showrunner pretty much means he is like 
he's in charge of everything creatively, pretty mm-hmm. much, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he mm-hmm. brings everyone together. Mm-hmm. He's the is common thread. So even if they hire different directors for various episodes, he will be, like, the common executive producer and creative thread through the entire process to keep everything, you know... Cohesive. It, so that it all meshes. Okay, so actually, she is actually co-adapting this with Ron. Which is Which ideal. is even better. And she is writing the pilot with Ron himself. Yeah, ideal. So she... It's not like she's going to be incredibly involved which makes me much more at ease about mm-hmm. our concerns our concerns i was really excited that she is going to be co-writing the pilot with him because mm-hmm. she is a fantastic writer we all know that no one disagrees um mm-hmm. but writing a screenplay is very very different than writing a book and right. i'm really happy that she has somebody like ron moore who has already has a lot of experience adapting a book, a fantasy book, mm-hmm. to television. And I think he will be a really good asset to her because he, he will help her learn the ropes and bridge the gap between world building in a you know, book setting versus bringing it to life to the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that Ron has... Uh, Ron, like he's my friend. Ron. <laughs> you know, Ron. Ronnie, Ron. Um, that... He does have the experience with Outlander specifically that is similar to this, but he also has done a bunch of other great stuff. He's done a lot for Star Trek. He's done a lot for Battlestar Galactica. Um, like he is, I'm a major Battlestar fan. <laughs> it is incredible. Like he's, he's done really, really great, beautiful um, fantasy sci-fi television, Ugh, and so I feel, I feel. Uh, of course, we have concerns, but I do feel better in general that one, he's involved, and that two, he is involving Sarah so much. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I think it's in good so, hands. Agreed. But that's a good segue into our concerns. and concerns. Yes. Um, I mean... I'm curious about the breakdown. Yeah. Like, how are they going to... Are we Are we going to do a whole book with Tamlin? Because... Oh. Yeah, like... I just... I think that's the major thing. If we're going to do... If we're... If like, we're are we going to do a book a season? Are we yes. going to do... Are we going to pull... From, are we going to pull different aspects from the first book and just, like, make that... Quick, a quicker segue into Precisely. book two. Precisely. I think that they have to either do, if 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 the book one is a season, it has to be a little shorter. Like, I, we cannot do a, what, 10 episodes no, of her no loving Tamlin. I just can't no. do it. But I do yeah. think that the trials and the worm, how are they going to do the worm? Oh, but like, that's already, I'm already terrified. Like, there's, there's, but I do think, like, you know, the, the cat, Canamari Cal- party. Cal- Cal- the Calamari party. <laughs> That, party. that party. I like all of that stuff could be whole episodes and that's going to be beautiful. But I think that knowing where the story goes, they have got to speed up the Tamlin love, but they also have to have, you have to because it's, it's such a huge part of her growth. I know as a character. It's so important, but also I cannot do like 12 episodes. We can I don't think do they it, will. but we I also we'll... did it. Like we also read, you know what I mean? Right. And for the people who haven't read the books, because yeah. there's going to be a whole slew of people like me. I never watched, I never read Game of Thrones, but I watched all of it. And there's going to be a lot of people, I think, who this probably True. brings viewers into. But I don't want to watch 20 episodes. Well, I also no, think though, I don't think they will. How are they going to keep the spoiler free? Because the fandom of Akatar is vocal, if nothing, if mm. you can say one thing about them. Yes. They are not They're keeping their opinions to themselves. Passionate. We are part of that. So I, I think it's going to be difficult to yeah. keep it spoiler-free because I think it's going to be very difficult when people are yeah. watching it and they're like, oh my goodness, look at this. I'm going to Google it. And everyone who's read the books is mm. like, God, get rid of Tamla. I can't wait till we see Reese because Reese is coming. Yeah. Can't wait for Reese to come. Thinking about that, and I was 
like I think a way that it could that could be an interesting way to tell a story would be we spend so much time with Tamlin and Feyre in the spring court. Now this would be adapting the book and changing it a little bit, but that again, it's made for television, so they're going to have to be some changes. I think there's going to probably be um, a lot, and I think yeah, and I think an interesting way would be if we introduced Reese earlier. Uh, that's what and I was going to say. We saw some of him under the mountain. Yeah, and we saw yeah. him. You know, he's supposed to be the bad guy. You're not supposed to know yet his true character, but if there's ways that you could start to introduce him and you see yes. him, you see him doing things that you're like, whoa, that's questionable, but then you see other sides to him and it's like a through thread through the entire first season. And then she goes under the mountain and you start to see their connection and that build. I think that's a fantastic idea. I will say, I think that that is a, the perfect idea. I do, though, I think we have to see, our first time seeing him has to be at that Calamari party. Calamari. Like, Calamari. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, Calum. but I think I that yeah, the whatever it is, the one where they have sex well, it, the it has to the, be, it has to because he says the he says yeah. his, his first line to her. There you are. There you are. I've been looking you. for you. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, he says that like, has to be in there. He says like, there you are. I've been looking for you. Thanks for finding her for I me. I do think that they will successfully be able to condense Tamlin and Fava's relationship a lot quicker than the first. I think they could probably do two to three episodes. But she has to go back and forth. I don't think they're going to do that. I think there could that. be an entire first episode where you see Pharaoh with her family, and you don't. She doesn't kill the wolf oh. until the end of the or like, you know what I mean? Because they're going to set up her. Oh, her. No, I think they're going to. I think they're going to skip a lot of the Beauty and the Beast situation. I don't think they're going to make no. that a thing. I also I see the opening being her killing the wolf. Yeah, like we see nothing at home. Oh, that'd be an interesting like, way to do we, it. Actually, like and then. I think it'd be interesting to do like a as she's with Tamlin to do like flashbacks to oh, her life in the cabin, and, and that with and that's that also guy like she has sex with in the bar. Yes, like it's like what and yeah. like the emotional journey mm-hmm. of her being there with Tamlin somewhere safe, and then it keeps yeah. flashing back to their mm-hmm. life. Or 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 she's like they're like taking walks in the beautiful garden, and she's telling him about her life, yeah, and, and so it. it's yeah. flashing back to like how terrible the sisters are and how shitty they the cabin are so is. Terrible in that first book. I do think hopefully that Sarah knows her readers are not going to want to wa- watch a whole season of her falling in love with Tamlin. That's why, and I think they are going to tease the Reese thing way more, agreed. way earlier. I think I they're going to do what Anna said and bring Reese in way quicker. I think Calamari Party is going to be like episode three. I I think it's going to yeah. be like episode two. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to shorten. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to condense it, and I think it's going to be very to the point. Get Reese in there because, like, literally on her post, her hashtag is literally oh, like yeah. hashtag Reese. Yes, all caps. Like all caps. Like she knows that's yeah. what the knows people what be- want. She's not going to give be the like, people what they want. Let's string out Tamlin for eight episodes. No, Sarah. Nobody wants that. Like, no, we don't want that. I think she's going to be like, let's speed this up. Let's get Reese in there. Let's have some sexy, smoldering moments. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see him under the <laughs> mountain, like Anna the mountain. said. Let's see, like the 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 glancing, the glances, maybe some yep. moments between them. And we do need the scene, and maybe also <gasps> the scene where he comes in yes. while eating. I love and he that. Tries yeah. hide, he tries to and hide. He tries to hide. He sees the the plate of food. Yes, mm-hmm. a mm. under the mountain. I think under the mountain, we're going to get a lot more Reese time. I can't I really wait hope. to see yeah. their depiction of. Under I know. The I have. Oh. Like, I have such like images of it in my head, and I'm I'm so interested to see what they do because like I. Well, and I I think too it's. It's easy for us right now to focus on the first book, and I think 
it is safer emotionally for us to focus on the first book because, of course, we want to get to Mist and Fury. We want to get to Chapter 55. We want to Guys, get to Act of War. The but scene. I don't want it to emotionally... Chapter 55. Chapter 55. Uh, you know, but I, I also don't want to emotionally get there because what if they don't get a second season? Like, you know, like, I just, oh, we will. We have to, I like... Hear, I hear also, you. Also, though, the budget... The budget for the first season might be different than the second season. Yeah, it'll all, yeah, it'll all you be know what based I mean? on viewership and reviews too. Which that too, if it's based on viewership, I think the Akatar fan base can make this happen. I just by sheer will, sheer of like, will, we will. I will refresh this page. Oh, uh, we will I don't even all know if that's watch. How it works, but like we will all watch the episodes over and over again. Like, uh, computers, multiple accounts, counts, multiple accounts, just to get to see chapter fifty-five happen. Oh my god, that's, that's all I've ever yeah. wanted in my life. <laughs> Um. <laughs> uh, okay, so budget. Okay. That's speaking so, okay. about budget. Yes. I hope, I hope, mm-hmm. I think because it's Hulu with Ron Moore, it's going to have like an Outlander type budget. So that'll really help with the, I hope so. you know, because there's going to be tons of graphics and CGI that's needed. Yeah, there's going to be a yeah. lot of CGI. Oh, see, and I. Especially for. Um, like Under the Mountain, like the worm and all, and all the creatures. Yes. All the different. You know. Yeah, well, all the different fae. All the different... No, um, but like the adder, the surreal. Oh, that's right. Oh, like there's all those different things that are going to, you know... And there's magic and... Yeah. Totally. I really do hope they keep that scene in the first book with the... What? The... Um, that one fae with the wings. He's like, she oh, took my wings. so sad. He's crying. Oh, yeah. But I, I, it's a terrible scene, but it really depicts this how terrible Amarantha is yeah. before we meet yeah, Amarantha. Like, you're like kind of picking up on See, it. See, but I think what they're going to do is take out little scenes like that and they're going to go to Reese under the mountain <gasps> and have him and her interacting to show how evil she is. If and we they're going to have her like seducing him. I actually him, like, or, like oh. I for many reasons no, I, I don't I'm mind them doing this because A I think it introduces Reese and B I've always been interested in like the shit that actually went down under the mountain and you could Same, showcase 100% oh it breaks my heart but you could showcase some of the horrors that Reese had to endure and like agreed I do think that they might save that I just oh think you might not want to get wise. Like, you're it right it would just be so such a good reveal of like Oh, who's this interesting guy? Oh, he's an asshole. Oh, we like mm-hmm. him. Like, I think we want right. to do that first. But once we get under the mountain, maybe it's like we get a scene of like. We I, see I him. would like a scene. I mean, no, I know that's. I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, oh yeah, no. I want to see Reese being like, you know, sexually abused or whatever. But I don't need it to get graphic. But just like, we don't ever really see that in the books themselves. Well, and I, I think also, it would be interesting to for them to for the viewers to see. I think it yeah. helps speed up our timeline of mm-hmm. liking Reese. Yeah, agreed. It helps speed up our timeline of feeling like, oh, this is a good person whose bad things are happening to instead of, this is a, he's evil, do I like him or not? I mean, if yeah. they're going to still agreed. end it the, the first season the way they end the first book, which would make sense, we still need to have some questions about Reese at the end of the first book. So, like... I think they're going to, if they end it how they ended book one, but they're going to make it more obvious so yep. that not just super sleuths like Anna got it, but like <laughs> everybody gets it. Like, I think they're going to be like, he's going to whisper the word like mates or something mm-hmm. and then it's going to like cut. Or even just or seeing s- his face be a little more freaked out. Like a little yeah. more like, because I pictured it like, I don't know, something about it didn't, it was jarring, but it also, I don't know, I thought it was the, it bo- wasn't I, really thought it was, I thought it was the, the, the deal. Yeah. The, the bargain. Bond. Yeah. The bargain. Like. 
I think something about actually visualizing it and seeing it happen. If he's like really freaked out, which I he think should they need be, to do like a that um, would be a great like a, ending to like be a, a hook. You know, like the visual. I think it needs to be something like a almost like an invisible line, like zapping between them, or something, or something. From, like from his point of view too. Like if there's a way that you right. can yes <gasps> yes yeah. yes like he it's his eyes Ooh, and he's seeing like that. almost like something yeah. connecting him to her. Or like, yeah, for the first time, we kind of get his from behind him. Yeah. Like for the first time at the end maybe of the that's series. that's the first time oh, we see that it. would be good. You know, like we're like Ron, for the first time. Sarah, from... we are available. Like, I mean, call us. Honestly, <laughs> we, we are here. Fantastic we are here. Ideas. Morning, noon, and like, night. This is, you could, you can just take, we, we, we don't, we don't, you don't have to pay us. Like, we, would we just want to see this come to life. Oh, happily just give just, you all of this for free. We'd take a, yeah, we would maybe take a producer credit if oh, you wanted you know, to give honestly, that to us. You don't even have to give us that. Just, just let, let us hang out all, backstage. Set, or with Sarah. <gasps> if we could just have a lunch with Sarah, where's that? <laughs> but imagine going on set oh. and seeing them. Could you guys imagine? I would die. I would truly die. Um, okay, yeah. Let's talk okay. about setting for a second because most of this is going to be yes. in the spring court. And I think Under the Mountain is going to be right. like studio CGI stuff. 100%, um, 100%. But I've always pictured spring court as like French countryside, English yes. manor. Lush, fla- mm-hmm. yes, 100%. Like lush flowers everywhere, ivy crawling yes. all over this like manor home gorgeous like yes like a big you know like those um old like those reflection pools and lots of you know hedges (laughs) tons of tons of hedges it's like very ideal very idyllic yes very like like a like a dream like almost like a dream because to pharaoh like after the human world and the conditions that she's lived in Mm. it's basically like paradise to her like i just can't i'm so excited to see the surreal Oh, and like I when know. I hope they have Pharaoh he sounds like so trapped. creepy. I was rereading a scene with where she when she first sees a serial and she describes him and I was like, I guess I just didn't remember him being described as he was and it it's gruesome. Is it really? Yeah, well he just he seems very I don't know, like decaying or something weird. Mm. You know what I imagine? I imagine like a dementor. Interesting. Do you know what I picture? Have you ever seen um Oh, what's that um, M. Night Shyamalan movie with, uh, like, they're like this old, tiny town, and they, like, the older generation has that creature that they keep that comes out at night. I think it's called The Village. Ooh. Um, it's really creepy. I'm so, I'm they just snout. so excited and interested to see how they are going to create all of these characters and just bring them to life like the weaver Ooh, the weaver and her house mm-hmm. with her with hair all the thing. and the hair oh it's so gross it's so gross the bone carver yes which is really going to be fun because the bone carver is whoever you know looks different based on whoever is speaking <gasps> how are they going to do that yeah yeah because they're going to have to make it where it, who you're looking they're, yeah. they're going to have to make it clear who is looking at them which makes me think that they're going to have to make those trips to bone to the bone carver one person at a time. I mean, I think you could do it like you could do it like Ferris talking, 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 and then you you could also have Reese there with her, and you all you see is her talking to this little boy, and then when you leave, she ah. said he said he says who do you see, and she's confused. Like, what do you mean? Who did I see? I saw a little boy, mm-hmm. and he's like, I saw. He sees. Jurian? Who mm-hmm. does he see? He sees Jurian. Jurian. And he's just like, I saw Jurian, you know, before the big battle or whatever. 
And she's like, oh. And then, like, the next time they go, it's two people, and you're, like, wondering who the other person is Oh, that's seeing. a great point. It could be something like that. That yeah. is a great point. Um, but, okay, so let's jump into our some of our dream casting. <gasps> yes, our dream and casting. And to, to be very clear, I think yeah. there is just a lot going on online right now about dream casting of the show, specifically about the dream casting of Feyre, that we just want to be clear that we do not condone and that we are not a part of. Um, oh, well, let's touch upon um, Danielle Rose Russell. Sure, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. That was horrific. Yes, that was terrible. How people reacted to her simply liking a post. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who maybe aren't aware, um, Danielle Rose Russell is an actress and... I guess she's a fan of Sarah J. Mass and reads the books. And when Sarah posted that she was writing or creating a TV series, she liked um, Sarah's post. And people, crazy fans of Sarah, decided <clears throat> that her liking the post meant that she was maybe going to be cast as Feyre or something. And yeah. they went berserk and started saying the most disgusting and hateful things, um, body shaming her saying she's, you know, overweight and couldn't play Farah because of the way she looks. And it, it got to the point where it was so ugly that she deleted her mm-hmm. social media accounts. And that is it disgusting. I mean, Not to mention, this girl, I think, would be a perfect She's Feyre. gorgeous. I she would be a perfect Also, Feyre. So, okay, so she is, so this actress is currently in Legacies, which is the Vampire Diaries spinoff after the originals. So we've got mm-hmm. Vampire Diaries, then the originals. This is Legacies. So these are the kids of the originals. Um, this is like flash forward from Vampire Diaries, pretty much. And she plays Hope, and she is, she's great. I truly, I think, I haven't watched that much of the show, but I think she's a great actress. I think she looks like Farrah. She is like a girl next door. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there is a, a a factor about her that is like relatable and she's she's gorgeous and she's a great actress and I I think she would be great. It is really upsetting to me that the fandom made this gross body shaming thing out of You don't have to like the Here's the thing. She liked to post, okay? So you jumping on a like this hate wagon because she liked Sarah's post is first of all absurd. No, it's just it's upsetting. This well, happened this, this happened, happened when Jennifer Lawrence got cast as Katniss. Oh it did? Because people were very upset that she was cast as Katniss because they said that which is the same not okay comments that were made about Danielle. But people said that because at the beginning of Hunger Games, as at the beginning of Akatar, she's supposed to be malnourished and starving. And So people had this issue with Jennifer Lawrence when she was cast Mm. as Katniss as well for the same reasons, which makes no sense. First of all, we shouldn't, one, we should not expect actresses to be malnourished and start themselves to be in a role. And also, I think something people need to realize is like, let's talk about just using Jennifer Lawrence as an example from from playing Katniss. In my mind, when I read those books years ago, Jennifer Lawrence isn't who I initially would have pictured in my head, okay, when I read the books. But I would much rather them cast an actress who can Mm -hmm. act and has the chops to pull off a character like Feyre than someone who looks exactly how I would picture Feyre. That's such a good point, yes. I really don't care what they look like as long as you can pull off the character 
and you can do have the emotional bandwidth to play someone like Farah. That's what 100%. matters. To well, me. like really, I mean, I'll so well, like this is a good example. I think is like Simon from Bridgerton. Like, mm-hmm. Re, is it Regé? Regé Jean. Regé Jean is not who I pictured when I read the first book. You watch that show, and you tell me that he is not the Duke. Like your he, grace. <laughs> I mean, I mean, full stop. I mean, full stop. <laughs> we burn for him. We burn. We burn for him. Like, I'll and get so to my distraughtness later um, oh, over this, him in particular. But like, like you said, like, is he what I pictured? I mean, no, he's actually, he's actually better. Like, he's 100%. actually 10 million times better because he took, like, he is the Duke. Mm. Like, he took that role, made it so his, it, it's just so good. So like, I agree. I mean, because if the, as the show goes on, we will start to think of this actress yes, as Feyre. Like it'll just like 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 Daniel Radcliffe. When you think of Harry Potter, yeah. Yeah. do you not think of Daniel Radcliffe? Like right. that is Harry Potter in my mind. Like, and Harry Potter was such a pivotal part of your <laughs> mind for so like 100%. before the movies for so many yeah. years. It like lives rent free in my head daily. I'm just um, saying like that is like a a big statement from Kim. Yes, um, yes, it is. I think that it is it is of course a tough line to to draw because of course. One of the biggest concerns we have, we all have, are like these characters mean so yeah. much to us, and we mm-hmm. picture them so specifically in our mm-hmm. heads that, of course, any actor—it's a tough. They're role big shoes to, to fill. Big shoes. Exactly. To fill. Any actor is probably mm. not going to fill everyone. Somebody's always going to be uh, unhappy. Exactly, and so this also is probably coming from. I mean, me and Anna were theater majors in college. Granted, we don't act anymore, but I think we are very um, sensitive to calling making an actor feel bad about themselves when it is already such a a harsh industry where you feel bad about yourself Mm -hmm. that like this person was cast by these people to do this role and is doing their best job if someone gets cast in this and people have negative feelings about it then they should take it up with ron and sarah because ron and sarah have chosen that's what it comes down to if sarah really has as much say as we think she's going to say because she's working so closely with Ron, then who's to say that this isn't who she pictured and it's her baby? Exactly. Right. Like, I do, I feel I that we have her. to trust her. Yeah, I, I trust, trust her. Sarah. Yeah. I feel like I don't think she her. would, I don't think she would, she's going to steer us wrong. She I totally has agree. never steered us wrong before. And when I doubted nope. Sarah, I've always come back and been like, Kim, you fool. Uh, like, <laughs> You, you complete idiot. How could you ever doubt her for a moment? Like, In SJM, we trust. Truly. So with that being said, let's get into okay. some of our dream casting. Yes. Our dream casting that if just, that, you know, When Ron and Sarah call us, we will be ready with these recommendations. It's basically <laughs> are, what we're saying we to you. We are here for it. We yes. are here for it. Okay. okay, let's talk about Farah. Yes, so I really do think Danielle would be great, first of all. Yeah, I do. I yeah, think Danielle I would be great. Um, another one, actually going back to Star Wars, I actually think Daisy um Ridley yes who plays, Ridley. yeah she's she, so she's in Star Wars she's in like the newest she's one. Ray yeah right she exactly she's Ray so she has the fighting chops oh I okay. can totally see that interesting mm-hmm. see and mm, that's hard but, for me because I don't see her as vulnerable enough like I need her to be like a little more vulnerable but she's also plays Ophelia I don't know if you've seen it it's no the movie is like okay but she plays Ophelia from Hamlet ah okay and I should watch that she it's a totally this. different look. She's got the long hair. It's like Renaissance. Mm, mm-hmm, it it looks mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. Feyre-y. and mm-hmm. it. I do um, think her look is her very look is Feyre. is very Feyre. I think Lily James is a. I think oh. she would be. I love her so much. I think she would be a fantastic 
favorite. I mean, I'm just... She may be my I'm, favorite favorite I agree. casting. Yeah, I, I actually... So I put her down, and I really like her, but I talked myself into Daisy Ridley a lot. But um, mm, I think Lily... My only concern with her is, I guess, I, I've only ever seen her do um, kind of the... the the very feminine roles I haven't ever seen her like I'm, I'm sure she could learn and beef up and learn how to fight mm-hmm. um but I guess so, that would be like my only concern so um I don't know if you've seen a a, a little film called Pride and Prejudice and Zombies but you know I have she oh. was in Pride and I Prejudice and Zombies that. and uh she played Elizabeth Bennett so she played yeah. Elizabeth Bennett and in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies she had Okay, now guys, I know this is not like a award winning film, but it mm-hmm. was really fun and I liked it. Um, she What's the plot of this? It's Pride and Prejudice with zombies. <laughs> with zombies. They're zombies or they're no, fighting zombies? There's zombies around generally and uh-huh. they're fighting them. Uh-huh. And it's awesome. And all the Bennett sisters have like knives and stuff up their dresses and they're just like badass like fighters. I need to fight watch the zombies. This. Okay. It kind of breaks the fourth wall and like it makes fun of itself while you're watching it a little mm. bit. But she does fight in that movie and i think she does a great job at it interesting yeah okay i also well, there you go recently watched her in a netflix movie called guernsey um oh love it the potato peel society yes yes it's so cute i, I just i liked her i also like willa um oh God, what's your last willa name? holland willa holland mm. um she's just an interesting look i, I can I, totally see this i like her a lot she she was what's her name's little sister in the oc wasn't she also in Gossip Girl? Um, yeah, she was. Oh, yeah, she I was. I was like, this girl Gossip looks girl. really familiar. But I recently watched her in Arrow. She's his little sister in Arrow. Um, I've seen that. And I, she, she literally f- looks like a little fighter. She, I, no, I can in see Arrow, this. she fights like she is a she's she's fierce. She's like a fighter, but she she starts as like very vulnerable, not fighter, and she grows <gasps> okay. into a fighter. Ooh. I'm into That's that. It's very interesting. I'm into That's that. Cool. I'm yeah. into that. Um, like, right. so, okay. So let's move okay. to... So let's move on to Reese. To, to our baby. Oh, this let's is the hardest casting. This is hard, really, really hard. This is really hard. I kind of want to get, like, Fair and Reese out of the way because it's just... It's so difficult. It's so. emotional, you know? It's emotional. So, speaking of Bridgerton... <laughs> it is, yes. I, I honestly... The moment... I think it's like episode five of Bridgerton when it's the I burn for you. Yeah, I was like, I think I texted both of you and I was like, I think this might be the only man in existence who I could see playing Resand right now. You did now. text us. You did. And honestly, I think and he'd I be agree. Perfect Resand. <laughs> I think he'd have to maybe put on a little more muscle. Which that's uh, doable. Yeah, doable. Couple months in the gym, you're oh, fine. God, but, but like, I, the the smoldering stares. Oh, yes. The oh, pure raw. The height. He's tall. He's oh. tall. He's dark. He's handsome. He's sexy. Also, think he's about brooding. Oh, the brood. That silver spoon. <gasps> okay. If you know, the spoon. you know. If you know, <laughs> you know. And do we know? No. Okay, oh. but also the, just the. Oh, I, I feel like I could I could picture him being the like. This is what I'm showing everyone. Ooh, yes. And this is my other my other side. And <gasps> because I think, he does that with I Simon. See he's, it, a, yes. he's kind of a jerk sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I can a see lot. I can see him <laughs> get vulnerable and I can see him get real. I'm thinking of a very specific scene where he's at the boxing tell match. Me, me. He's at the boxing match yes. and he's rolling his sleeves up and yes. he's like he's like, come on! And he's like really getting oh. into it. And I'm like, <gasps> like I was that feeling scene. some things in that scene. I remember that scene so well. I was and he texting got you guys. a little bit into it, and yes. he got like and he was at the ring, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Yes, mm-hmm. yes." But yes. rolling and, up and, his sleeves in particular, and Daphne's yeah, yeah. and Daphne's like pant, and I'm like, "Sangle, sangle, done." done. 
Done. Okay. okay. This okay, is not getting, our okay, we have I'm getting on. a little, I mean, truly though. Okay. okay. But no, um, I, I really I don't know how we top that one. But I think he's perfect. We have a few more names right there. Yes. Okay. So Henry Cavill, I feel like is just like mentally how with the like very tall, dark and handsome, how mm-hmm, I pictured mm-hmm, Reese, mm-hmm. um, like Henry Cavill and Ian, um, Summerholder, Summerholder are very yeah. similar to me. Very in that. piercing. Um, mm-hmm. yes. Now that being said, this is also our like hypothetical silly dreamcast i don't think ian summerholder is like looking to do another fantasy series no. i feel like he's just like married and to his gorgeous wife and doing charity also henry cavill henry is a little cavill too old also, yeah he's they're a both, little bit older they're both a and then he's too. also got the witcher right. on netflix which he right. might be like this is my fantasy i don't want to do another like, fantasy I got this. also like I kind of would like to see them do maybe like a like a unknown or like a maybe pick an indie actor or something. I totally agree. You know I, what I, mean? I think going with an unknown, like I mean, kind of. I mean, Regé Jean wasn't a huge name, exactly, exactly. And I kind of oh, dug yeah, that absolutely. they cast. I him. did too. I did too. I was and into that. And I think that. honestly, with Farah and Reese, it might be a strong way to go. I agree. I think if you choose a household name, that's that's a big. um, It's difficult. That's difficult. I also think it comes with a lot of baggage, and I think the fandom then watching everything they've done and be like, oh well, well this isn't, Mm. you know, this this isn't Superman. This isn't The Witcher. This isn't you know like. Whereas Mm -hmm. if you go with someone that's kind of unknown, not unknown, but like hasn't done a lot of big stuff. They can kind of come into it it with a different. um, Well, then it becomes oh, this is recent. Right. Like, yeah. this is who he is. Yes. Instead yes. of, yes. oh, he's been these other things. Right. Agree. Yeah. Agree. Um, okay, right, so future recent, like, we're here for you. Yeah. Yes. We're here we're for here you. For we you. love you. We're about you. Yeah. Okay, Tamlin, Tamlin. is tricky. Tamlin is yeah. tricky, but I think Kellen Lutz from Twilight yes. is the perfect Tamlin. I thought he was great, he's too. He's that perfect jock. He's a jock like, bro, but, like, he's yeah. he's he's attractive. Like, I think he's yeah, hot. He's Tamlin has to be attractive. He, he has, has to. to be hot. He also he he has a mask on his face for a lot of True, the I first season. The so yes. we need him to be attractive enough where a mask is Doesn't like he's it. still hot right. with yes. the mask on. Um, like, I think Kellen Lutz would be great because also uh, Tamlin has that beast form where he's like turns into like a wolf beast. Oh yeah, right. Talon, uh, yes. Talon Lutz <gasps> has that kind of like look. Yes, about him. agreed, agreed, you know? agreed. I yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. God, yeah. guys, how are they going to do that? I, I don't know if they will. Honestly, I don't. I really would not be surprised if they. I mean, don't. to be honest, I think they will. I think they have to. It's it's. But it wasn't of... well done in Beauty and the Beast. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I thought it was fine. Did you see the behind the scenes of her dancing with him in his CGI no. costume? Don't no, ever, don't ever look at don't it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's traumatizing. <laughs> okay, what about um, more? Okay, so I have a couple. Oh, me too. Okay. So my initial instinct, and actually a lot of people said this could be Nesta and Gabriella Wilde. Mm. And she's, first of all, she's gorgeous. She's blonde, which. What is know, she from? more so here's where i know her from i know her from poldark so if any of you watch masterpiece theater she has this sass and kind of like command she has a very commanding presence and she's got a lot of sass um and i just feel like it kind of it just she's struck stunning. me as kind of how more yeah she's gorgeous she's, i can 100 percent see her as more yeah yes i also really like natalie dormer for her i like natalie dormer too i always thought of her more as amarantha Yes, I think she would be a really good Amarantha. Um, yeah. I also I like, yeah, I okay, like but, her. For but kind also, of just to be clear, Amarantha has red hair. Is red hair has yeah. red hair? But she could yeah, have. But, we could tie yeah, her hair. Yeah, well, because she she kind of has reddish hair in the Tudors. Natalie Dormer. 
Yes. Oh, okay. I'm looking at Anne. You're right. You're right. You're um, right. And also for more, maybe, because uh, I, I agree. I do think Natalie Dormal is a little more like, got like an evil tinge to her a little bit. I see what you're saying. I see um, what you're saying. But I do think for more, maybe um, Claire Holt, who was in Vampire Diaries. Ooh, Claire um, Holt. Maybe she's in the originals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, which <gasps> one oh, I can see that. Okay, so more, we have some options. We have some good options. Okay, so, so let's talk about Amarantha. Oh, so I do think Natalie Dormer would be good. I think Natalie Dormer could be perfect. I mean, we've seen her in um, in the Tudors play um, Anne Boleyn, and she's beautiful and captivating in that role. And then you see her play Marjorie Tyrell in Game of Thrones, and she just is sneaky a little bit and manipulative a little bit. Sneaky snake. And sexy. And that's what we need I from think, her. I think that's what you need from Amarantha. I think Christina Hendricks would be a really good Amarantha. Ooh, because she's very oh, interesting. Because she has red, I mean, she has red hair. She's has that timeless look about her that I think I think of Amarantha as mm-hmm. like old, a little bit older, mm-hmm. and also like mm-hmm. she's very sexy to me. Oh, I, mean, absolutely. I think she's absolutely. I loved her in um, Mad Men, and she's also she could in definitely a, command a room. Mm-hmm. I think she could command a room. I think she has this. Because there's something about Amarantha that is, like, appealing to people in a way, obviously. At the beginning, well, before it, she's manipulating everyone so much, she's, like... She's, I mean, she's always manipulating everyone, but at the... Before she does her evil thing and mm-hmm, keeps them all there, mm-hmm. there's a, a reason they all come to her party. Like, she's, like, right. pulling them all to the right, party, you know? Right, right, Um. Okay. Um. Okay, so Asriel... Oh, this is so hard. Oh, here, Azure and Cassian are just are, as are, hard as, as Reese for me. To me. Like, I... Same. So, also, we should talk about this because me and Kim have very different visuals of yeah. Az and Cass than Anna does. Anna, yeah. So, okay. So, okay. who do so, you think about for Az and then we'll, we'll okay. go to Cass? So, here's the thing. First of all, I don't know if it's just, like, this is very much within my personality of, like, sometimes I read very, very quickly through descriptions because I want to get to, like, the dialogue and but I have read the book so many times that I feel like I didn't miss I feel like I didn't mess it up that much but in my head Asriel is like this big strong like meaty guy and his shadows like soften him and he's actually kind of like quiet and like it it juxtaposes like his quiet demeanor juxtaposes his like large frame and then Cassian is like the general of the army and kind of like light on his feet and has to be really quick. And so I've always pictured him being like tall and like very strong, but like leaner muscle and as being more of like a bulkier male. And apparently Christina and Kim are completely we feel disagree complete with that. Opposite. We feel like Cass is like this bulk. We, we picture him as like a Jason Momoa type, like which is like bulky and yeah, not at all how I muscular because he's like the general of the army like he's like this big kind of guy and Azriel is like the spy he's this he's the shadow singer and he has to like creep around and go spy on people yeah we pretty much we picture yeah as we like, both they have completely opposite views so it's not probably, like I don't it's not like I don't think as is muscular and like oh no I think like he's, he's a warrior yeah he, I just obviously. don't I picture him more as like I don't know, this, like, muscular, leaner, muscle. leaner, leaner muscle, muscle, and, like, his shadows, and he's, like, you know, sexy shadows, and then I picture uh, Cass as, like, Jason Momoa, like, yeah, I am Jason, beefy. I, I, I can see Cassian being beefier, but for some reason, Jason Momoa, I think it's the long hair, and it just, 
But Cass has long hair. Cass has long I hair. I know, and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't well, like it. I'm sorry. It's like I didn't like when Rowan had long hair either. And his hair was white. <laughs> I was so happy when he cut it. So I have to be honest, I really don't like the long hair that much either, but it's what she's chosen. I so, understand. You know. I understand. Okay, so for Azriel. Okay, so for Az, there are some fun. Okay. There are some really good broody, broody. sexy, dark and handsome men. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the first one is Matthew. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his last uh, name. Didario. Mm-hmm. Um, Didario from Shadowhunters. He, he, he plays, plays Alec. Alec. Yeah. Oh, he is. He is really good as Alec too, and he's the perfect like. I feel like he's really the perfect like tall, dark, and handsome booty yeah. mm-hmm. guy. I some of his acting as Alec kind of bugs me. Yeah, but I think that he could. I think he could do as real well. Yeah. Mm. See, here's where Sebastian Stan comes in, who plays the Winter Soldier in Marvel. I think he's a little too old. See, that I know, I know, I think he's a little bit old too, but he's got that brooding soldier look thing already down. See, like, that's. I'm watching him right now in the uh, Hawk, in the Falcon Winter Soldier. He's really good in that. We just started, yeah. so that's really good. I do, I picture as a little younger. Yeah, I think, see, and I think Matthew D'Addario is too young i agree i too and I, think I do agree sebastian Stan is too old and you need someone who's like 30. right in the middle yeah 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 okay um, and do we have anybody well hopefully which, if you, okay so if you're going off of the reason i didn't put this person under asriel when we made our outline but i have aiden turner who's also in poldark oh here we go here we go yes and he is <gasps> oh yes like yes he is super yes sexy. And yes. I think he could actually be a really good actor. Oh, he's perfect. Look at him. Look at this. <gasps> yeah. This is exactly how I picture him. Oh, he's okay, gorgeous. See, that's how I picture Cassian. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. This is ass for sure. <gasps> Look at him. He's, oh, no. He's this a, is ass. This is a What's beautiful. His, okay. Is he walking so through the wheat fields shirtless? <laughs> He's yes, walking through yes. a lot of things shirtless. He's walking through, yes, yes. <laughs> the Let's beach, the wheat look. fields. And he definitely oh. is more, like, he has a very broody, like, his character Look at him, look at him. Look at him. Oh, my um, God, this is Azrael. This is exactly how I picture Azrael. Okay, well, there exactly. we go. There we go. Anna, this is, this is it. Well, thank you for this gift. Yeah, this is awesome. him now in my head. Okay, so. What a gift for all of us, really. Okay, so now let's move to Cass. Okay, who, let's In move. me and Kim's mind is Jason Momoa. And I is Jason Is Jason board. Momoa or... I, I'm open to other options. So I, just I feel love like... Jesse Williams because Cassian is described as being dark, like dark hair and like uh, dark skin or fair or tan so skin. So is Jason Momoa. So yes, and Jason Momoa is also has the tan skin and dark hair. Um, and I really like Jesse, but again, I picture Cassian very differently than you two. So I always kind of Jessie. thought of somebody like Je- Jesse Williams from Grey's Anatomy who plays Avery. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jackson Avery. I had him on my list as as uh, Tarquin. <gasps> oh. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, you know who I have? I you know like who I that. have for, for Tarquin? I have a really good Tarquin. Hold on. Okay, wait. But let, let, you go back to... to Sorry. To, okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just... For me, Cassian, whoever plays Cassian has to be funny. Or they have to have comedic timing. They don't have to be outwardly funny, like ha-ha funny. But they need to be that kind of like plays pranks, jokes around... Because he really does have to break up kind of the tension, especially between Moore and Az. And Absolutely. Yeah. So whoever plays Cassian has to have that kind of, like, joyful quality to him. But also be able want, to be very serious. I do want to say, I don't know where it is. I, we will try to find it and post it on our stories. But there is a meme somewhere 
where Henry Cavill is on the red carpet and Jason Momoa is running up behind him to prank him and like scare him, like, him. Be like, Maha! and like, yeah, like, I've seen that. To, like, it's scare so funny. Him. And it says like, if this is not recent cast, I don't know what it is. It's and it's perfect. So good. Um, okay. okay. I do think though that there are, are other cast castings. I just, yeah, there's, you know, there's I just there's can't think of other actors out there. I just, Absolutely. I just can't think of. Okay, um, what about okay. Amarin? Oh. Okay, I seriously like. I just put one person down, Zoe um, Saldana. Oh, interesting. I think Zoe, Zoe Saldana, Saldana would be good. I, I really like. Who are we talking about? Jamie Chung. Jamie Chung. Mm. I think would be good. So good. Yeah, I, I agree. Always pictured her as someone who was classically pretty, but also maybe a little older. I yeah, think well, older. tiny ancient one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She yes. needs to be ancient, and there has to be something very wise about her. That's what I'm looking for. Wise. Yeah. yeah. She has to be like wise, wise. eyes wise demeanor there needs to be something Somehow about wise. her that even though she looks pretty and and she's tiny she is Reese's second for a reason mm-hmm. absolutely and mm-hmm. he trusts her so you can't I cast think... anyone too young for that. No, I, I don't absolutely. think um okay so let's talk about Lucian so Lucian's tricky because yeah he has to have that I reddish want... hair well and I want him to be attractive but like he can't be that attractive why he can't be more attractive than Tamlin he and just... Reese Exactly. He can't be more attractive than Taylor Reese. I think mm, I want him to yeah. be like, oh, he's sweet. Like, he's he's a sweet, So, some cute. people have said Garrett Headland. Who's that? Who's that? Bottom left. Oh, see, he's hot. Wait. He's like, oh, I feel like that's true. a little hot. I don't, mind, uh, I don't mind Lucian being, a, like, hot. So, I do think Lucian can be attractive. But we also think about Lucian has a mask and a fake eyeball that, like, oh, spins yeah, around. I forgot about that. So, yeah. like, you know. I think they're going to go with an unknown for him. I think they're... I think, I think a lot of it's going to be unknown. I think they are going to go This is with... just like our fun... Well, sure. Right, 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 right. Really like, theoretical. <laughs> totally theoretical. I also... Unless they want to bring us in for consulting, and then we will obviously <laughs> give them our serious opinions, which is which, we have a list ready to go. Know, um, I also... The fact that this is becoming a show, yes. It's so exciting. Is a lot of concerns, but God, it's so exciting. It's yes. Exciting for the fandom. It's also going to be a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. But I think that's part of it. And I also think there are so many people that I think would love these books mm-hmm. that are now going to read them. I know. With this being a TV show. I know. And I think that's and really cool. And how lucky are they to get happy. to read them for the first time. Totally. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, that. honestly, the same way we did with Bridgerton. I mean, granted, we read Bridgerton before, but a lot of people now are reading Bridgerton. Same. I mean, that's why I'm reading this the full series now is because of the show. Totally. Um, um, so well, spe- that... That's a good segue. Perfect, yes. That's a perfect um, segue. That brings us into our, our segment of... Um, Oh, so we haven't actually done this segment yet. <gasps> yes. Yeah, let's okay, introduce so, it. You know, the the three of us are texting just constantly about yeah. so many things. And there's a lot of things that we we want to, one, share with each other, but also with you guys yeah. that aren't necessarily the exact topic we're talking about this week. Um, and some of them are, are personally important to us, <laughs> more important to us as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, this is our new little segment. So uh, what's the 411 with Kim, Christina, and Anna? Yay! <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So Kim, you go first. I will go first because, friends, I'm devastated. I really, you know, I need some thoughts and prayers during this difficult time because... <laughs> They just broke the news that Regé Jean Page will not be returning for season two of Bridgerton. He will not be Uh, reprising his role as Simon, the Duke, your grace. Burning for him. Burning for him. And I, at first I thought it was an April Fool's joke. And it's not. It did come out on April 1st, which was, and you know, I, poor timing. I'm so upset. And like the entire world is also upset because <laughs> let's be real. 
he was a big reason why season one of Bridgerton was what it was. Was what it was. I mean, I just think they're moving on. Like I don't, cause I mean, I've read all of them except the last in, one, and he pops he's in them. up. Yeah, he pops up, but like I just think they're trying to focus on. I don't know, or maybe he didn't want to do it. I don't know. I think it's a mistake, no matter what. I think I it's think, a mistake. I think unless he's about to be cast as Reese. Yeah. <laughs> I think honestly. I just see a lot of people being like, he's I'm, the only reason I watched Bridgerton. So, like, I'm not going to... Do I think they'll probably still tune in? Yes. And the showrunners know that, too. Yeah. They're like, you're going to watch it because you want to see what it would be like without him. But I think it's... I think they should have done everything they could to... No, I don't know. I don't no. I have no idea what, what discussions no. we had. But... Oh, absolutely. If That's it what were I was, me, I would be, yeah. like, begging on my knees, like, please, for the love of God, come, come back. back to the show. We need you. We need you. Yes. Um, okay. okay. Yes. Christina? Anna. Oh. So... <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, as, as as usual, mine is what am I reading? Because <laughs> I'm always reading like two books. So I finished rereading from Blood and Ash the first two books, which we're going to be talking about next week. But when I finished mm-hmm. those, I started reading A Touch of Darkness by Scarlet St. Clair. And I love Greek mythology. I love like mm-hmm. any retellings of any sort of like historical figures. Um, and this is a Hades mm-hmm. and Persephone retelling in like a Ooh. urban setting. Yeah. And it's, um, it's really good. It's, it's good. I would say it's not great. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's very quick. It's very fast paced. There is lots of like, you know, sexy brooding looks and some steamy. Yes. Scenes. Um, well, I, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed like the characters and stuff. The second one, the reviews aren't that great, so I'm kind of having a hard time, like, even starting it. Um, So, Mm. I don't know. I can't say that I give it, like, a five star. It's, like, a three out of five. Like, it's a good, quick, fast read if you have a book hangover Mm. and you just want something quick or if you're, like, going on a vacation or something. Yes. Christina, talk to us about your your 411 girl dish. My 411. Okay, I can't wait to dish. Okay, dish, dish, dish. So we're dishing about Jennifer L. Armentrout, our girl, our girl, has released the first three chapters of The Crown of Gilded Bones, which is the third book of From Blood and Ash. So excited. And mm-hmm. God, it's... is it good. It is. Okay, so and this is so this is my current 411 because I have been waiting to read it until we get closer to the new book release because yes. I was just like really I knew it was going to make me really want the third one and did yeah. it ever um it picks up immediately after the second book I was really worried we were going to have a gap there and it was Mm-mm. there was no gap it immediately picks up on the action it is it makes you so excited for the third book and I don't want to give spoilers because our next episode is going to be about the first two books and I think we will probably touch on the mm-hmm. the first yeah. two chapters. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I don't want to give spoilers, but if you have not read those first three chapters, um, we will link to them on our in our show notes and on Jennifer L. Armentrout's um, Instagram. You can find a link. Mm-hmm. But it's God, so good. good. Uh, it, it also is the perfect segue into our episode next week because yes. we're talking about the first two books. And then we are going to read the third one and talk about that. And so excited. Yes, between now and then, yes. um, be sure to follow us on social media at Flights of Fantasy Podcast yes. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe to us wherever you are listening. And yes, we cannot wait to... Mm, I never know like how to segue that. 
Just say, and we're so, we and we're, you I'm going to say, and we can't wait to I'm gonna say, talk I'm more say, about from Button Ash in our next episode. I'm going to say, be sure to follow us on Instagram and you guys, someone do this. Okay. Do the okay. last part. Okay. I, I'll, I, um, okay, I can, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and yes. And until then, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Flights of Fantasy Podcast. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening. Yes. And we will see you back here for our next episode. Until then, cheers and happy reading, friends. Until happy next reading. time.